the books. Are you seeing the books? Everything you would want to read is right here. Feel it. Now smell it. Nothing, nothing smells like that. I've never been there, but I read about it in a book. <laughs> Funny, you've got a lot of books here. Yes, we do, but we don't have David Copperfield with one P by Edmund Wells. I'm quite sure. Christmas Carol with a K? No. Uh, how about a sale of two tickets? Definitely not. Life is lit. Hello and welcome to episode five of the Life is Lit Kelly Bookshop Podcast. It is Chris, your host with you. Geordie joins me once again. Hey, Jordan. How are we? You are never going to get rid of me at this point. Look, I feel like you're a fixture that's here to stay now, even when we've got our authors joining us. I think you might I have think to. I think so. I think it'll be, yeah, you, me and whoever else. And wine, of course. Always wine. Wine is our third uh, co-host at this point. It the, is, I isn't think it? That's People are half listening at this point to see how wine drunk we get over the course of the episode. So. I think so. Did you happen to notice that I just refilled your wine glass and mine is much more fuller than yours? I did notice that. I, it's dramatically fuller than mine. Yeah. I did notice that. I drink a lot faster than you do, apparently. Now, we did say, obviously, this, this episode, uh, mm-hmm. we are going to talk a bit about lockdown. Yes. Um, what that's meant for us, what it means moving forward, all those sorts of things. Yeah, um, how we feel about it. How we feel about it, all that sort of stuff. So it obviously is a, a touchy subject for a lot of people. So just a bit of a trigger warning there that we are going to be talking about it. But yeah. um, we did say that we try and lighten the mood yes. a little bit before we started. Have you thought of you got any jokes? No, my phone's on the charger. What? Do you need- you didn't even give me a chance. All you- I had time for was to get wine. Do you need do you need you can't be funny without your phone, is that what you're saying? Look, I am hilarious naturally. Off you go then. Okay. Uh-huh. 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 Um, what game does Wind play? What? Twister. <laughs> Where'd the sound terrible. effects come from? Absolutely terrible. I was not prepared. Um, I don't know about you, but uh, I've been reading a book about anti gravity. It's impossible to put down. <laughs> You've got more. Uh, why does an elephant use his trunk as a bookmark? So why? he knows where he stopped reading. <laughs> oh, boy. Pretty good. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Want to hear a joke one? about a piece of paper? Yeah. Nah, never mind. It's terrible. <laughs> I feel like you're using all your best oh. material up really quick. Oh, that was... Okay, so we've lightened the mood. Yeah, okay, um, let's I've got, do it. I've got a couple more, but look, I might I might save them for a little bit later. Good idea. We might Don't do it, it all at once. I was going to say, we might yeah. need a little bit more <laughs> lightheartedness we'll after we get into this. So, obviously, uh, a few weeks ago, we had lockdown 4.0 for Victoria. Yes. Um, which hit every business hard. Yeah. Uh, lots more than others. Lots more than what it hit us as well. Yeah. Um, you know, hearts do go out to, you know, especially around our area, a lot of businesses that were closed an extra week or two after the lockdown. Yeah, because they had to because be. Because they had to be for no succinct reasons. No, unfortunately. Um, which is, yeah, it's getting harder and harder every time this happens. It is. It really is. And it's getting much harder to bounce back. It it's is. It's constantly backwards and more backwards. And, and well, obviously we're not the only business that's feeling this. No, um, not at all. But it, it's it's you're right. It's getting harder to bounce back from each time. Yeah. For us, obviously, we were supposed to be getting the painting done in the middle of it. 
Um, and we sort of joked about how I had that sort of existential crisis once yeah. the, uh, the painter said they couldn't paint and trying yep. to figure out what we were going to do because we couldn't stay close for six weeks. And yeah, um, seriously was, considering it, closing the doors and but never it was a opening. really th- those twenty four hours. I don't know how you dealt with me because. Like I was at my wit's end. You were. Um, you absolutely were. Like you I had was, had enough. I I was done. Yep. Um. Yeah. You know, we joked about you know me saying that oh, I'll sell everything and just go and work a buller, but yep. It was a, a very serious conversation we had about it. It was because we you know we needed a game plan. And what we're we gonna do. And that moving forward, I think that's a lot of businesses now are working on a, a game plan. Yep. Of what they'll do, how they'll operate. Yeah. Uh, should another law. Should if more than likely when, when another lockdown happens. Yep. Um, as we, yeah, we're seeing at the moment, the situation in Sydney seems to be not going very well. No. Um, at least in Victoria, it seems to be slightly more contained. But yeah, um, it's one of those things that is a real, real worry. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, I guess we're different to a lot of other retail businesses. Yeah. Um, we're probably more like a hospitality business in the fact that we always have to be ordering stock. Yes. And I know that sounds, sounds like a weird thing to say, but because new releases come out every second day. Yep. And, you know, you guys, the ones that are listening to this podcast now, our, our, our beloved customers, <laughs> um, expect to be able to get those new releases from us. And if so, you can't, well, you're you, going to you go You'll go shop elsewhere. If we don't have it and we can't get it, you'll shop elsewhere. So, you know, we're constantly ordering, even during the lockdown, we're yep. still ordering books every single day. Yeah, trying um, to stay on top of it all. Which means that we've got zero income coming in, Yep. but all our costs are running as normal. Yep. Um, it's not like we can go, oh, well, you know, we'll, we'll just, just hold, stop. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll just hold on to what we've got and, you know, keep selling It'll that when we're reopen. We just won't order anything else. Yeah. We have to have the latest stock. Yes. Um, yep. Which, you know, Really, especially through this last lockdown, because we were close for that those extra couple of days to get that reno finished. Because it, you know, not having a plan over that weekend until we we got the wallpaper plan sort of on Sunday, having sort of three days there that we were one closed because we weren't going to close until that Sunday anyway. No, um, but where we were one closed and two sort of no plan in place. Yeah, we were closed for those extra couple of days. And it, it really, really hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're still sort of recovering from that now. And obviously we're seeing, you know, masks and QR code check-ins. And, and I think masks maybe not, but QR code check-ins uh, will be mandatory permanently, I think. I don't think yeah, that's think going so. anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. Um, and that's that's something I did want to touch on as well is please make sure you're doing that, not just in our store, but every, every store. Every store. You uh, need I, to. I've heard people saying, oh, you know, I don't do it. I don't care. I just walk past. Rah, rah, rah. It's not on you guys. No. It's the businesses that are going to cop the fines if there's officials yeah. out there searching. And, they and we're are. already struggling. We this How can we b- afford to play, like, pay a fine? Yeah. Just because you don't want to write your name down or get your phone out, please just do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it takes – I know it's an inconvenience. It takes an extra 30 seconds to get in or a minute to get into the shop. But it's um, also quicker than complaining about it. Yeah. Like, um, just get it out. Just get it done. Get your phone out. Write it down. Every If you don't have a phone or you're not sure how to use it, there should be a pen and paper in every store for you to write your name and stuff down. Yep. Um, and, I mean, that's more work for us too, because like, I'm keeping a full database of that and I'm inputting that into a database every day. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's not easy for us either. It's Mm-mm. a pain in the ass for us as well, but please do it. Because, yeah, there are – I know there's 
government inspectors out there checking this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you might walk into a shop and not bother with it, and the person behind you could be a government inspector. Yep. And that business is going to cop a $5,000 fine. And they won't be able to reopen from that. No. So like, please, you know, I have heard people just saying, oh, I don't care about uh, It's not about you guys. No. It's not anymore. It's you can't about be these selfish. Businesses. You can't be selfish when it comes to this. And it's, you know, we just got to please do the right thing by these businesses because they are struggling already. So, mm-hmm. so I think after that sort of, you know, obviously businesses – been slow the last couple of weeks for everyone. Yeah. I think people are sort of hesitant to go down the street mainly because of the effort that you've got to put in. And I think it'll be something that people will get used to over time. Yeah. Because as I said, it's here to stay. But yeah. Um, so please get out shopping your local businesses. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Not just us. And, uh, you know, please come buy some books. Please come <laughs> buy some books. But, but also others because we need it. Go for a wander down together. the street. And I know, you know, it's a pain going in, checking into every business and stuff. But Spend an hour and just wander down the street and have a look in some of these businesses and have a browse and make a purchase because they, they really need it now more than ever. And I feel like we're saying that every couple of months, you know, businesses need your help now more than ever, but it's so true. It's just getting harder and harder and it's disheartening. Yeah. I think that's that's probably the biggest thing I took out of this last lockdown and I think you've you've probably noticed it yeah. more than anyone because I always try and keep a smile on my <laughs> dial when I'm in the shop. But You do. Um, you know, it's, it's so disheartening for this to keep happening and you know we keep going you know we'll get through it we'll get through it but honestly honestly if there is another lockdown in between now and Christmas yeah I don't know how we would come back from that no and the thing is as well people are probably saying oh but there's so many grants and things out there that you can apply for to get money unfortunately we as sole well sole trader partnerships because we don't employ staff, we don't get grants. No, I think we got There's, we we received three months of JobKeeper last year. Yep, and we were lucky that was because you that being, was me. That was because yeah. you're a teacher, um, being a state government employee. You weren't getting JobKeeper, so yep. um, our accountant was able to get it for the business. Yes, um, which you know uh, kept us afloat during the that uh, paid the, our rent. That was well, like- did during the July lockdown, the July August lockdown last year. It did. It paid our rent. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we were lucky there. But apart from that, we haven't been able to – we haven't been eligible for any other grant. We've gone for this uh, support uh, this support package, yeah. one that the state government released after lockdown 4.0. Um, the funny thing about that is it takes at least 10 days for them to process it yep. and then another week for you to get the money. So it's – for us, yeah. you know, it's it's not so bad. Like we'll, we'll get by without that – again, it's not a hell of a lot. No. I think it's $2,500, which – um, you know, if you're paying staff and rent and utilities, isn't going to go very far. No. But there are businesses that need that now. Yeah, there absolutely. Are, there are businesses that need to be able to pay their staff now that couldn't do that, that are waiting for that money, which is, you know, really frustrating when I was, I was um, applying for that and then found out how long it took. I was like, for us, okay, yeah, we'll, we'll survive. But yeah. a lot of businesses would be counting on that money to come through fast and it's, yeah, it's And that's joke. what you'd expect, that it would be there really quick to help yeah, them with the snap lockdown. To help lockdown. them with this sort of thing. All it's got to do is, um, yeah, go straight into their bank account. It's, yep. You know, it's not that hard. Um, so, yeah, so that's sort of our train of thought. Well, I say our train of thought, my train of thought, and yes. you've sort of been my sounding board the last couple of weeks, is where we move forward. Should there be another lockdown? Yeah. Um, and if we can't get by with that other lockdown? Yeah. Um, yep. Because, as I said before, like it's it's a very real possibility that if there was another sn- snap lockdown between now and Christmas, yep. that we wouldn't bounce back from that. No. Um, and the thing is that people need to understand, like, 
We try so hard. Like the events that we do and everything we do to try and bring people, like it's still, it's not enough. And we started at the start of COVID. So we were on the back leg as soon as we started. Yeah, it did feel like one step forward, 10 steps back for us when we took on the business. Yeah, no matter um, how hard we tried. And that's the thing. And yeah, I think people do see that and, and they uh, respond well to that, that we are trying so hard. Yeah. Not, not just for the business, but to do stuff for the community because, yep. you know, we love this community in the town we live in and, yeah. you know, we, we love supporting it and doing as much fun, cool stuff for the town as we can. Yep. Um, but it's one of those things that, yeah, it, those things, unfortunately, do require money. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, as much as I'd love to have an endless pool of resources <laughs> that I could dip into to do all that sort of stuff, we just don't. No. Um, and another lockdown, as I said, because we still have to – we're still paying rent. We still have to pay utilities. We still have to order stock every single day. Yeah. Um, and we spoke about, you know, in the last podcast about, you know, the, the cost of our books and all those sorts of things. And um, sorry, I'm just – you're just taking me out of the seriousness when you're moving your mic to drink your wine. So <laughs> You uh, told me to move the mic. No, it's, it's okay. It just takes me out of the, the seriousness. But, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things that moving forward we are looking at contingency plans. Yeah. Um. Because we just don't know if if there isn't, and look, fingers crossed, there won't be another one. Yep. Am I confident that there won't be another one? Absolutely no. not. No. Um, the way it's been handled so far proves to me that yeah, that nobody. And th- this isn't a blame game. I'm not saying oh, you know, Daniel Andrews. Oh. Mm. Um, the, the, nobody saw this coming though. Like there was no, no. way and it was ever going to be. You know what? Be. The opposition they can bang on about how terrible Daniel, Daniel Andrews is all they want. They've got no better plan. No. They've got no better way of strategy. strategy Nobody's of got any ideas. This. As we've seen, like, there's Liberal governments in power in other states that are – New South Wales at the moment struggling. So yeah, um, it's one of those things – it doesn't matter who's in power. Nobody's got any idea what they're doing, it seems. So yeah. it's one of those things that moving forward, we, we need to plan out what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, and it might not be a situation that everybody loves, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ideally, we'll, you know, if we had to shut the doors, if it ever came to that and we had to shut the doors, that we yeah. would continue on in some other capacity. Yeah. Whether that was a, a mobile book van, like yep. a bus library or something like that, or, um, you know, purely online, um, I, something, you know, we would continue on, we would find a way. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Calic as it is now could, you know, come to an end should there be another lockdown. And that's, Something for me the last couple of weeks has been really hard to sort of grapple with and, and work on. I've been sort of sitting down, writing down contingency plans and yep. trying to work out ways of you know, survival. We've been doing lots of brainstorming. Brainstorming, ideas, thoughts of what we could do. Anything um, to cut down on costs, really. Yeah, cost, co- co- cost cutting, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and the scary part is we're not the only business doing this. No. Every business owner... Every small business owner is doing this at the moment. I say small business owner because I don't think Jerry Harvey's too bloody worried about <laughs> it with his, you know, ripping yeah. off of JobKeeper last year. But, yeah. um, you know, small businesses are doing it so bloody tough at the moment. Yeah. And we just want to keep it real with you guys too. Yeah. Like this is how, you know, this we're is, feeling is, and other people are feeling. Exactly right. And, you know, the people who listen to this podcast are, you know, our customers who we consider both friends and family. So yeah. Um, this is a discussion. We'll, you know, anytime you want to discuss it with us, we're more than happy to have a chat in the store as long as the store is not super busy and we're trying to help other customers. Yeah. Um, but it is, yeah, moving forward, you know, it's a concern about how we will survive mm-hmm. should this keep happening. And hopefully they'll work out a plan. And I know I said this 
in <laughs> August last year and then I said it in February like this this year yeah. and you know, hopefully Constant. it won't happen again and we won't have to stress about it, but it is a very real And we can't pretend it's not there either. No. Like we need to have these plans in place. Yeah. We can't just hope and pray that it doesn't happen because if we don't have plans in place and we don't think of these things now, yeah. when it does happen, then pff, we're in trouble. We're in trouble and the doors just shut and that's it. See you later. Bye-bye, which we don't want to do because I think, as I said in the very first, the second episode of this podcast when you were interviewing me, yeah, you know, that shop is my happy place. Yep. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's where I, I, I like being every single day. I love going in and opening those doors every single morning and, you know, the, the chance that I might lose that kills me inside, mm-hmm. especially when it's no fault of my own. No, and exactly. And I think that's the biggest thing business owners are grappling with at the moment is, you know, the fact that they could lose their businesses or some in Melbourne that, you know, and, and other regional towns that have lost their businesses because of this. Yep. And it's not, it's their, not their fault. fault. It's nothing they've done in their business that's no. done this. No. It's, you know, and that's, I think, the hardest thing. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I look at, um, you know, my cousin Lockie who owns a gym in Mornington and yep. Lockie's actually someone we're going to have as a guest on the show. He might even be oh, our next guest. He would be fantastic. Um, he's a podcaster in his own right and a huge, huge reader. Oh, yes. Um, like I thought you were a big reader, but no, Lockie. He is probably, yeah. He'd he, be he, more would than out, me. he would outread you two, he would outread two or three me. to one, I reckon. And he probably reads a lot like more smarter people things. <laughs> I don't think I'd see him laying down with a fantasy book, oh, reading he, about oh, love no, triangles he, and pirates. Look, probably not. I'll ask him. Uh, <laughs> we'll ask him that question if he if that's the sort of thing he would read. But no, he does he does read a lot, a little bit of heavier stuff as well, a little bit of yeah. philosophy and stuff. Yeah. But obviously, he's a, a, a gym owner in Mornington, so they've only just. And he's been not able just your open. regular gym opener. No, so opener? their gym. Um, a bit of a plug for them because uh, we'll plug any business that wants it at the moment. Absolutely, um, Virtus. Uh, Virtus, I don't know if it's Virtus Gym or just Virtus. I think it's just Virtus. Yeah. Um, but it's more of a. It's hard to explain it what their gym is because it's a. It's, it's a, magic. Yeah, that's it is honestly magic. the best way to explain it because they're not just a you know go and lift weights and those sort of thing gym. It's, no. It's a whole community that's yes. been built around this like little, a little family. workout. It is. It's, a, it's well, a, not well, a little family. It's a massive, it's a massive family. family now. But they call it the Virtus family because they are so close. Everyone that goes there is so close. And yep. Um. Yeah. You know, he and KP, his fiance, they've got one little girl, Lucy, and they've got uh, another child on the way. Yeah. Uh, in a couple of weeks, I think at this yeah. point now, oh. it's getting close. Yes. Um. And obviously they've been through this second or fourth lockdown now. Yep. Where gyms weren't allowed to open. No. Um, and especially because he was technically Melbourne, isn't he? He's yeah, yeah. Mornington, they're, they're Melbourne, it's Melbourne. So they, they, yeah. were, they were closed that extra week on top of us. Yep. Um, so, you know, they've really, really struggled. And he's one of the, one of the most resilient people oh, I know. Is. Yeah. Um, but even he now is, I've seen that and, and the speaking to him, how hard this is for him going mm-hmm. through this time after time after time and the uncertainty and the fear. Yep. And it's, so please get out, support as many locals as you can, whether it is just buying an extra coffee a week or yep. you know, going out for dinner once a week. We, we've started doing takeout yeah. um, at least once a week now from a different local restaurant. Yep. Um, you know, all that sort of stuff really, really does help. You know, if you're thinking of, you know, getting a new book or getting a birthday present, come and see us. Yeah. Um, you know, and we love the Colac Library. 
uh, and I always encourage people to go and read at their libraries. But if you're thinking, oh, I could just get this at the library or why go buy it, please just come buy a copy. Yep. Um, it w- what it would do for us at the moment, like it's just, um, you know, the uncertainty there is, is really frightening. Yeah. Um, hopefully, moving forward, it will be okay. Hopefully. Hopefully they can get their act together this time around. <laughs> yes. It's funny that we laugh when we say that. But, uh, yeah. yeah, so that's that's sort of where we stand after lockdown. I just wanted to sort of explain, you know, where we were looking and where we were heading and yep. how things have been because, you know, we, we do put a bit of a, a smiley face on when people walk in the shop because we do want the shop to be a, a happy, fun, inviting experience. Yeah. Um, so you don't want to really get, get bogged down in the misery that uh, is going no. through the brain a lot of the time, but we just wanted to put that out there so that people understand what's going on and yep. um, that there is a bit of fear and uncertainty moving forward and hopefully we'll get through it and, and life will be good, but. Just yeah. so so people know what's going on. So, all right. Okay, let's do it. Before we continue, and we've got more to talk about. We want to talk about a few things that are coming up, a few events and those sorts of things. Yes. Um, but I thought I might, let, let's let's rip through another couple of jokes. Just sort of lift the mood again. Oh, God, here we go. All right, I'm ready. I had plans to begin reading a book about sinkholes, but they fell through. <laughs> <laughs> did you just Google book jokes? No. Why would I do that? <laughs> what did the sketchbook say to the novel? I'm drawing a blank. It's not the only one drawing a blank. Uh, what else? What else have I got here? Um, why does the ghost always need more books? She goes through them too quickly. <laughs> Get it? Because ghosts go through stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Uh, I thought that was pretty great. So oh. just try and lift the mood a little bit there. Yeah, no, I like um, it. So we've got some some <laughs> some good events on the way. Hopefully, some some good feel good events. Yes, hopefully. Um, what have we got coming up? I'm just trying to think what's actually first. Do we have book club? Yeah. So one thing we've been um, trying to work this out, obviously, with the restrictions on people and all those sorts of things, and how all that will work. Um, hoping to get our crime and wine book club back up and running this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've just got to chat with uh, our lovely host, Amy, to make sure she's all good. But I think that's the plan is to try and get that up and running this week because I know a lot of people uh, really keen to get back into that one. Especially Amy. Especially Amy. <laughs> yes, Amy's itching a bit to get back into that one. So hopefully that'll be back up and running this Thursday. But uh, watch our Facebook page for more details on that one. Yes, and the same as my fantasy one. Yes, so that'll hopefully be Once, in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, might even we'll be a school along. holiday thing. Um, we are trying to plan a Bit of a special superhero Saturday day for the school holidays. Yes. Um, now, we were going to try and do this on the day we reopened. Yes, we were. But obviously, after the lockdown hit and all that sort of stuff, there was restrictions and yeah. all that sort of stuff was really hard. And that was when the QR code check-ins and everything had just come in for everybody and people were still getting their head around it. So, we thought, look, we'll hold off a little bit. Yep. So, we are aiming to do that on the last Saturday of the school holidays, which I think is the 11th of July. Sounds about right. Yes. Um, yep. So, hopefully, we'll have Spider-Man that day. Yep. Bluey might make an appearance as well. Yeah. Um, there'll be a bit going on that day. So, yep. um, and we'll do some specials in store and all those sorts of things. So. Absolutely. So that'll be a nice fun day for the kids. I think the kids need that at the moment. So yeah, yeah, the big kids as well, i.e. me, needs a bit of fun as well (laughs) at the moment. So, um, and we did mention, 
uh, in the last podcast that we've got a special author talk coming up at the Colac Library. Yes, yes we do. Now, it's happening on Wednesday, the 7th of July. Now, there'll be more details on the Colac Library's Facebook page about this. And, yep. and once they uh, release more details, we'll put it up on our Facebook page as well. But uh, it will be with the fabulous Neil Drinnan, uh, former owner of Cowley Bookshop. Now, he's obviously going to be talking about his incredible book, The Devil's Grip, which yes. has done incredible things. Uh, he's got a new book on the way as well. Half his luck, like, he gets out of the bookshop during COVID and all he has is all this time to write a new book. He knew what was going on. He was he was all over What, this. you reckon Neil's responsible for COVID? Is that what you're saying? Neil Drennan responsible for COVID? Possibly. Neil, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't listen to her. She's crazy. <laughs> Uh, that might be I a, love you, Neil. a slightly far-fetched <laughs> allegation, I think, there. But um, I He did had a spidey sense. I did say to Neil, uh, towards the end of last year, he called in for a visit to the shop. I said, mate, come on. On a scale of one to ten, how glad are you got out when you did? Because really, you just pulled off the greatest train dodge since Stand By Me. Like, just... <laughs> Getting out when you did, and he just laughed at me. Yeah. He, he didn't even say anything, just chuckled and see, turned and walked he away. Knew. He knew. He knew. You may, maybe you're onto something. Yeah, maybe see, you're something. I'm a detective. But he's going to be uh, doing a, a special author talk at the Collect Library, which will be yes. great. So we're partnering with them for that. So that'll be a really good day. Um, so he'll be talking about his new book, a bit about the uh, the art of writing and the craft of writing as well. So yeah. if you're a bit of a, you know. Want to be writer. Want to be writer or, you know, a, a writer in your own right. Mm. <laughs> um, oh, I see it? what you did there. Yeah. Um, uh, definitely one worth attending. So we'll have more details on that on our Facebook page. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I just looked at the dog. We should mention our dog, Charlie, is sort of here laying on the couch next to us. He's got some crazy eyes. He's got no time for our shit. No, not at all. And he keeps trying to fall asleep and yeah, then we say like, something we and he wakes back and he's up. Just, yeah, like, oh, guys, buddy. just leave me alone. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so we've got a few things coming up over the next few weeks. So keep an eye um, out for that. You forgot one really important, oh, really I? exciting oh, one yes. that is happening at the end of this month. What, June 30? Yeah. What? Are we allowed to say it? Oh, our special uh, our, uh, yeah. sale. Like June 29th, 30th, 31st. First of July? June 31st. I said July 1st. I should know that because my sister's birthday is the 29th. You probably should. Um, Are you talking about our EOFing madness sale? Is that what you're talking about? EOFI sale? No, wait, we can get back to that. Uh, Okay, we'll come back to that. But The uh, word. Our stock tax sale? Is that what you're talking about? Word. Oh, are we allowed to? I think so. Can we do it anyway? Look, okay, I think we can. Let's do uh, it. So we are officially the book selling partner for Apollo Bay Word Fest this year. Whip, whip. Have you got a, like an applause there? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, that's, oh, no, that's funny. That's, that's laughing. No, that's me. Hang on. There we go. There. Yes, yes. I really need to label these sound effects. You do. Um, yeah, so which will be cool. So we'll be selling uh, all the books of all the authors that are the special guests this year uh, in store from yes. now uh, yep. and online on the website. There's a special Apollo Bay Word Fest section on our website where there you is. can get the books from the authors that are going to be in attendance uh, this year. Yep. We'll also be selling them on the weekend down there. Um, so we'll be down in Apollo Bay for Word Fest and we'll be selling them across all the books for all the authors right across the weekend. So, we will? Yeah. 
Can we draw straws for who gets to go there? Uh, or do we both go there and leave the mother at the shop? No, nah, I might take Barbara's reward and you can stay in the shop. Mm-hmm. What are you looking at the for? Anyway, the uh, the WordFest theme this year is Making <laughs> Waves. Uh, they've got a short story contest as well, which is already running. Yes. Uh, all the details for that are on their website, and you can find the link to that on our Facebook page. So if you're a short story uh, writer, enthusiast. if you're a, a writing enthusiast, uh, mm. there's a category for the kids as well. There's, a I think, under-18s, under-12s, and an open category. So there's three categories. So if you are a writer and you're keen for a crack at that, check out all the details on the website. But, yeah, very exciting to be part of WordFest this year. Um and I've spoken to Anna the last couple of years, even before we had the bookshop, I interviewed her on 3CS for the very first WordFest yep. back in uh, 2019. Oh, wow. Um, and that, that event obviously went really, really well. Yep. They were keen for 2020 and obviously we all know what happened there and I think their <laughs> event became mostly virtual last year. Yeah. Um, so this year, back, bigger, better than ever, it's going to be fantastic down there yeah. in the Bay that weekend. So I think it's the very last exciting. weekend of July. Yes. Um, so July 29, 30, 31, and August 1st. Didn't July, you just pick on me? July has 31 days. June doesn't. Oh, what are we in now? June. June. Okay, I see the problem. Yep, I see where um, I stuffed up. So you can, as I said, if you want to get the books on the weekend of WordFest, you, you can, if you want to get them earlier, so you can be pre-read and it. ready to go and have them ready to get signed and everything on the weekend, you can buy them through our website uh, or in-store. We've mm-hmm. got plenty of copies of every every author that's going to be there. So um, that's, yeah, that's really exciting news. Um, and we've got our, yeah, our EOFI Madness sale, as Woo, you would call EOFI. it. So for those wondering what Geordie's talking about, uh, <laughs> we were in the car, I think it was this time last year or the year before maybe. Yeah. How long was this joke been going on for? It's been a while. And we saw a sign, we were driving somewhere and there was an end of financial year sale, big like you know, billboard. It was a balloon. Balloon, was it? Mm-hmm. Like and, a big hot air balloon. Okay. And Joey said to me, what's Eofi? And I went, what <laughs> What are you talking about? She's like, Eofi, what is it? I, was I like, see it everywhere. I don't know what you're talking about. And then she went, EOFI, E-O-F-Y. And my brain clicked and I <laughs> burst into laughter. I was like, you mean E-O-F-Y in the financial year? She's like, yeah, EOFI. <laughs> so it's been a running joke for the last few years that uh, in the financial year for Geordie is EOFI time. Isn't it much cuter though? Super cute, EOFI. If you say so, sweetheart. <laughs> uh, so we are having an uh, EO- EOFI. No. Uh E O F E O F E. Can you stop, please? That's enough wine for you. E O F E. E O F E. Stop. Okay, I'm sorry. E O F E. Madness Sale, which is hopefully be happening next Saturday, the 26th of June. Yes. Uh, so basically, there'll be special, uh, well, prizes, I guess, for when you make purchases in store. So rather than actually doing discounts, I know a lot of places mm. do, you know, 10% off or 15% off. We're actually giving you uh, sort of prizes, yeah, I guess, Yeah, I call instead. them prizes. Prizes. Yeah. Um, special bonuses Absolutely for shopping bonuses. with us for that day. So, And we'll have a bit of fun in store that day as well. But, um, yeah, look out for that. There'll be more details coming up next week on our Facebook page all about that as well. So yeah. plenty happening over the next few weeks. Absolutely. Um, we might leave it there. Hopefully, fingers crossed, the next podcast, uh, we'll have a special guest. Hopefully. Episode six. That's my I have goal. a special guest. 
No, you're pretty much a co-host now. Eofie. Your the plan was to have you as a special <laughs> guest, but um, I can't get rid of you now. So no, you can't. Um, but Sorry, uh, yeah, nonsense. hopefully episode six will be joined by an author or someone uh, a little less wine drunk. Eofie. Or annoying. Yeah. Um, can anyone else let me know if you call it Eofie too, or if it's just me and it's all in my head? Yeah, drop that in the comments. If, I really want to know if you've ever referred to it as Eofie or heard of anyone refer to it as that. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> I've got a feeling that they'll just be crickets. Yeah. I don't have a cricket sound effect, I don't think. Just that. <laughs> oh, that's worse than cricket. That's, that's how you'll be feeling, I think. But let us know if you have. Uh, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you again soon. This is Life Is Lit, the Cowlick Bookshop podcast. Don't forget, come visit us, 90 Murray Street, Colac. If you are listening in Melbourne or around regional Victoria, get in the car, come down on a weekend, come down for a visit. We're open seven days a week, so... Come down, say good day, have a browse through not just our shop, but through our amazing town. Like we we live in one of the greatest places on earth. So, um, yeah, we're forty minutes from the Great Ocean Road, the greatest stretch of coastline in the world. We've got the Otways right on our doorstep, which we went to Apollo Bay what, a couple of months ago. Now was the last time we went. We need to go back to the bay because I, I need more lobster from the oh, fisherman's yes, co-op. Um, but just driving from Kayak to the bay, it's mm. one of the most incredibly beautiful scenic views. That whole drive. Yeah. Um, and you forget that it is only sort of 20 minutes out the road, those views. Like, yeah. Greatest it's place like on that Earth. anywhere you drive to. It is around this region. So come down, visit us for a day. If you can't get down here, you can always shop online, uh, au. We'll leave it there. We'll talk to you again soon. This is Life is Lit, the Cowlick Bookshop podcast. Life is lit. Get back into a book at Cowlick Bookshop. From the best new releases to the classics, there's something for everyone. And if they don't have it, they can order it for you. With a huge range of collectibles and pop vinyls, DVDs, giftware, vinyl records and gifts for all ages. Plus, an awesome range of locally made goodies. Colac's biggest and best selection of books is at Cowlick Bookshop opposite the Memorial Square. 